It's Friday, December 2nd, 2022. The weekend is here again. Let's take a look at today's headlines. Dockyard man charged with six offenses. Point of sale machines down at government offices. Mexican World War II veteran dies at 98. Over a dozen killed in Haiti gang war. Africa to receive first Mpox vaccines. German woman arrested for shutting off hospital roommates' ventilator. And in sports, World Cup highlights and a 19-year-old Florida University football player has been arrested. We'll also take a look at your weather forecast with those stories and more. I'm Soya Fassler. Thanks for joining us today and welcome listeners. A duckyard man has been remanded into custody after he appeared before a magistrate on November 30th. Ghislaine Jean Baptiste, 25 years old, is charged with the following six offenses. Possession of controlled drugs, namely cannabis. Possession of controlled drugs, namely cocaine. Possession of controlled drugs, namely methamphetamine. Possession of controlled drugs with intent to supply, namely cannabis. Possession of controlled drugs with intent to supply, namely cocaine. And possession of controlled drugs with the intent to supply, namely methamphetamine. Jean Baptiste was arrested on November 19, 2022, following a joint operation by police officers. He is scheduled to reappear in court on December 19, 2022. And keeping with the Royal Turks and Caicos Islands Police Force, a notice is being issued to all firearm holders that the renewal of firearm licenses for 2023 commenced yesterday, December 1st. Firearm holders can visit the various locations to renew their licenses Monday through Friday between the hours of 9 a.m. and 3 p.m. Holders residing on Providenciales will have their renewals done at the Tactical Office, Criminal Investigations Department Headquarters on Airport Road. Holders residing on Grand Turk will have renewals done at the Grand Turk Police Station. North and Middle Caicos can access renewals at the North Caicos Police Station, and South Caicos renewals will take place at the South Caicos Police Station. Firearm holders are also reminded to walk with the following original documents as well as copies of the same your National Health Insurance Plan card, your National Insurance Board card, your driver's license, and your passport. Now, long lines, no tellers, and poor customer service are the sentiments of TCI residents when it comes to First Caribbean International Bank. And now the bank has announced that effective January 3, 2023, branches in both the Bahamas and the Turks and Caicos Islands will no longer be processing transactions over the counter, which can be performed via their alternate banking channels, such as the ATM machines, night depository services, and online banking. The financial institution says that this change supports the bank's vision of delivering a model digital banking experience which is personalized, easy, and convenient, 
and it will also free up capacity by allowing frontline team members to focus on providing added value service to clients. This, however, may be difficult, as communication issues are a huge concern in the TCI at the moment, as the reliability of ATM machines being in service is not 100% guaranteed, and not all customers may be enrolled for online banking or fully understand how to use the platform. This is a developing story and an extensive story, which RTC is working on and continuing to investigate. Now, the Department of Social Development and Welfare, under the Ministry of Home Affairs, Transportation, Broadcasting, Energy and Utilities, and Telecommunications Commission, observed the month of October as International Day of the Elderly Persons. International Day of the Elderly Persons is celebrated on the 1st of October globally. This year, the department scheduled critical training sessions for the caregivers or home helpers who are responsible for caring for our vulnerable elderly clients through the Home Help Aid Program. This initiative was part of the department's key performance strategies for this financial year. The first of its kind was held under the theme, Caregivers Matter. The following topic areas were covered by the presenters. The role and responsibilities of caregivers, diet and nutrition, maintaining a clean, safe and healthy environment, basic first aid, knowing the signs of elderly abuse, and self-care for caregivers. On the 12th of October in South Caicos, training sessions were conducted for caregivers on caring for the elderly people that they work with. Dr. Barnes, Nurse Bascom, and Nurse Pierre all shared with the caregivers on proper nutrition and how they should interact with their clients. A total of 14 caregivers were trained. On the 21st of October in Grand Turk, Social Development partnered with the Special Needs Unit to host a spa and pampering day where social workers did personal grooming to the elderly persons at the wellness center by combing their hair and providing manicures, as well as other tokens. On the 29th of October in Providenciales, caregiver training sessions were held on caring for their clients, turning, preventing bed sores, medication management, personal grooming, and so on. A total of 20 caregivers were projected to be trained, however, only 10 in total were present. On November 11, 2022, in North and Middle Caicos, caregivers were trained by the team and a Creole French interpreter was also present to translate in the native language. Ten caregivers were trained in the Twin Islands. In total, 34 caregivers received a full day of intensive training and certificates were presented to all caregivers. Now, the Financial Services and Supplies Management Department would like to inform the general public that the Turks and Caicos government is currently experiencing technical difficulties with some of the point-of-sale machines at locations such as the TCIG Treasury, Sub-Treasuries, and various departments. This has resulted in issues with processing of receipts, point-of-sale machines, and customers' payments via debit card credit cards are not obtaining authorization. The department has sought to replace or, where possible, reconfigure the faulty machines and is currently in touch with its banking provider, First Caribbean, and other service providers to resolve the matter. Payments can still be made through direct cash deposits at the treasuries, check drops only in Providenciales next to the security desk at the treasury, or online as direct transfers through First Caribbean, Scotia, and RBC. 
The Financial Services and Supplies Management Department apologizes for the inconvenience caused and wants to thank our valued customers for their patience and understanding while they seek to have the matter rectified. That brings us to the end of our local news segment. Your regional news is up next. Let's take a look at what's going on with our neighbors. The last veteran of Mexico's small contingent of World War II veterans has died. Former Sergeant Horatio Albaran was 98 when he died on Wednesday. A cause of death has not yet been provided. Albaran was one of about 300 Mexican soldiers and airmen in Squadron 201, known as the Aztec Eagles, who were sent from Mexico to help in the U.S. war effort against Japan. The aircraft squadron fought alongside the U.S. Army forces in the Philippines in 1945. Mexico was late to enter World War II, but declared war after German submarines sank several Mexican oil tankers. Albaran joined the Army in 1942 at the age of 18 and was trained as a radio operator. He was long retired from the service. He will be given a funeral with military honors. And more than a dozen people were slain to death and numerous homes set on fire in a community near Haiti's capital as gangs fight to control more of the Haitian territory. The incident occurred in the small town of Cabaret northwest of Port-au-Prince at nearly midnight on Tuesday. The community has recently appointed local residents to serve as guards given a spike in violence across the country, but they were overpowered by the gangs who hold machine guns and other high-powered weaponry. Pictures and videos that circulated on social media showed the bodies of mutilated victims outside their homes and fires burning throughout the night, consuming more than 20 houses. The incident is the latest being blamed on gangs who have grown more powerful since the July 2021 assassination of President Jovenel Moise. And going back to the country of Mexico, the government has declared a 20% increase in the country's daily minimum wage. Starting next year, the basic minimum wage will be 207 pesos or about $10.50 for an 8-hour day. That's a $1.70 increase from the current level of 172 pesos or about $8.80 per day. Stubbornly high inflation, however, is expected to devour that increase, especially for basic goods. Wages along the northern border where prices are higher will be set at 312 pesos or about $16 per day. Those changes in minimum wages will go into effect January 1st, 2023. That wraps up the happenings around the region. International news is next. Let's take a look around the world. In a previous newscast, we spoke about the World Health Organization using a new preferred term, mpox, as a synonym for the monkeypox virus. Both names will be used simultaneously for one year while monkeypox is phased out and this new change is to mitigate a rise in racist and stigmatizing language associated with the ailment. 
Africa's top public health body says the continent is set to receive its first batch of Mpox vaccines as a donation from South Korea. However, a definitive timeline for the arrival of those vaccines has not yet been specified. The African Centers for Disease Control and Prevention confirmed that they will receive 50,000 doses of the vaccines and they will be used first for health workers and people living in the hardest-hit areas. The continent this year has recorded 202 deaths from Mpox, with a fatality rate of 19.3% across 13 countries. And a 72-year-old woman in Germany has been arrested after she allegedly switched off a hospital roommate's ventilator twice because she was annoyed by the sound that it made. The woman was jailed on suspicion of attempted manslaughter following the incident at a hospital in the southwestern city of Mannheim on Tuesday evening. The suspect is alleged to have switched off a 79-year-old woman's ventilator and despite being told by staff that it was vital for this patient, she switched it off again later in the evening as the continuous beeping sound was getting on the suspect's nerves. The older patient had to be revived and while her life is not in danger, she still requires intensive care. That's it for international news. Sports is up next. Thanks for staying with us. Let's take a look at our sports report. A look at the World Cup. Germany has been eliminated from the group stage of the World Cup for the second tournament in a row. The four-time champions beat Costa Rica 4-2, but it was not enough to advance them to the round of 16. Japan scored twice early in the second half to come from behind to defeat Spain 2-1 and advance to the round of 16 of the World Cup on Thursday. In other news, a 19-year-old Florida University quarterback has been arrested on allegations of possession and distribution of child pornography. Jalen Kitna, the son of former NFL quarterback John Kitna, has also been suspended from the Gators football program. After receiving a tip from the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children, a search warrant for Kitna's residence was produced. During that investigation, police learned that there were two images of child sexual abuse material shared through the online messaging platform Discord. Investigators later discovered three more images of child sexual abuse material on electronic devices that were seized from Kitna's home as part of their search. Kitna was arrested on two counts of distribution of child exploitation material and three counts of possession of child pornography. That brings us to the end of the news, but before we go, let's take a look at our weather forecast. Partly cloudy skies with isolated showers, highs of 82 degrees and lows of 77 degrees. Winds are coming from the east-northeast at 10 to 15 miles per hour. That completes our weather forecast and today's newscast.
Recapping the news for today, duckyard man charged with six offenses, point-of-sale machines down at government offices, Mexican World War II veteran dies at 98, over a dozen killed in Haiti gang war, Africa to receive first Mpox vaccines, German woman arrested for shutting off hospital roommate's ventilator, and in sports, a look at your World Cup highlights and a 19-year-old Florida University football player arrested. I appreciate you all for joining me here on RTC 89.1 FM for today's newscast. If you'd like to read more stories or if you missed today's presentation, you can always visit our website at www.rtc89fm.com or download the RTC app in the Google Play Store for the news or to listen to our podcast. I am Zoya Fassler. Thanks for joining me and have a wonderful weekend. Cooks and Cupids.